Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. This is the third and last part of our full interview with Chris Van Dale, where we discuss costs and alternatives to treasury certifications. Chris is a seasoned treasury professional with over 25 years of experience. He worked his way up from a treasury analyst to group treasurer in various countries before founding his consultancy and trading firm, Kugavadi. Kugavadi, founded by Chris in 2014, specializes in consultancy and training services for corporate treasury and transaction banking. In the episode of today, expect to learn what is the typical cost associated with earning one of these treasury certifications, what are the tips or advices for managing costs or finding funding supports, are there alternatives to treasury certifications, how do these alternatives compare to the traditional certification route in terms of time, cost, and most importantly, recognition in the industry? And much, much more. Chris is very fun to talk to. This is the last part of our interview with him, and I really, really enjoyed our conversation. We hope you will enjoy it as well. And if that is the case, and when you think about how you found our podcast or this episode, chances are that it was through word of mouth, social media, or a recommendation from your favorite podcast platform. And this is our only request to you. The only way we can get more and more amazing guests like Chris to come and share their insights on the Treasury podcast and get more people to learn about Treasury is thanks to you. So if you enjoy what you hear and maybe learn a thing or two, please consider following the show, leaving us a review, or sharing this episode to help others discover it too. With all that being said, please welcome Chris. Van Dale. Chris, I think it's time. Let's get into the cost part of it. I'm super curious. So, like, to, to ask the blunt question, what's the typical costs of a treasury certification? How much do you pay? Okay. There's a wide range of pricing as well, depending on where you want to, which, which certification you want to do. If we look at the uh, certified treasury professional, yeah. Yeah. the certified treasury professional is roughly $1,700 US dollars to, to get the book and all the learning materials. If you want to have the learning program, the learning platform as well, it's another 960. So if we add it all up, it's about, what is this, um, $2,600 plus your annual membership, which is, if I'm not wrong, then normally about $400, $500 per year. Okay. Now, if we go to the CPP, if we go to the, if you want to start in, in treasury and you want to do a certificate in treasury fundamentals, uh, this is uh, $1,200, a yeah. little bit less than the CPP. Certificate in Treasury, which is a very technical one, which is probably the next one you want to do, uh, is around $4,100 already. So we're slowly going up. If we're looking about AMCT, we're looking at $4,700 to do the AMCT certification. Now, that sounds a lot, and it is a lot, but we'll talk about I think later about uh, what kind of, how, how will you pay for this? Exactly. Remember, um, the four people in the Netherlands that study at the uh, Vrije Universiteit in Amsterdam, 
the free university who get their registered treasurer qualification, they have to pay $22,500 for an RT certification. Wait, so when you mean, when you say Vrij Universiteit, uh, my very little Dutch knowledge tells me that it's free university. Is it free? Does it sound free at all? The people are free. The people are free. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. It's the freedom of Amsterdam. Yeah. And that's, but, but, but as you know, freedom has a cost. That's very, very true. Well, that's a certification at the double that will only really be recognized in the Netherlands or with would you be able to live? Yes, it could be recognized anywhere, really. It's just the knowledge uh, and the how widespread people are aware of the registered treasury certification. Uh, I'm sure it could be people in Germany and, and, and Belgium know about it as well, potentially. But that's it. Yeah. Wow. And so those are the training, um, sorry, the price for the treasury certification, the training material. If you uh, want, for instance, to look at a training institution in the U.S. to help you study for your CTP, uh -huh. it, uh, I guess there is, they, there is there will be training, right? There will be an additional cost. So you have to anyway pay the AFP. So yeah. that's already included. That, that will always be. And then, of course, you need to pay the trainer as well. You know? so. uh, and a third option is to study for yourself, but find a treasury professional, a treasury trainer, that can be your coach during your training journey to really have weekly, monthly calls, uh, and uh, you'll be able to to ask questions to somebody to really help you through the material to make it more come to life, you know, to give you more real life examples and to make it less dry in a way. So that's the third one, and that can be anyone. It could be a treasury trainer that is out there. It could be somebody in treasury that you know. It could be your boss. It could be anyone. Yeah. Uh, and what I've also seen. Sometimes when people take a treasury certification, there will be two or two people in the company who do it at the same time. So you can set up a little, a little uh, study group, That's yeah, cool. which is much better than a study on your own. Absolutely. And that's, that's a good idea actually. And so on top of this, once you have it, you have the cost of the yearly membership to the association. Yes. Okay. Correct. Yes. That's so I think for the AFP, it's about $400 a year. Mm -hmm. yes. For the ACT, what would it be? It's almost the same. It's almost it's around two between three hundred and four hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, and so also depends on the level of your certification. The higher you go, the higher the price. Man, that's definitely a good business model. We don't want to make any enemies here. It's just I'm just <laughs> very <laughs> just very curious and interested. And would being a member of another treasury association, say the EACT or any of the country treasury association. And so the National Treasury Association, uh -huh. would that help you decrease the cost or like say, hey, I don't need to pay for the ACT because I'm a member of the, say something, ATEB, which is the one in Belgium? They don't have a double tax agreement in Treasury Association. <laughs> so no, it doesn't work that way. That's no. very Treasury. I would uh, be very interested. Yes. Yeah. Very fair. Okay, Chris, what are your what are your tips and tricks and advice for managing these costs or finding funding support uh -huh. from the pocket of one person when you start your career? I mean, if you look at the treasury certification that is a bit advanced, let's say two thousand two thousand five hundred dollars, that's an investment. It's a lot. So it's a lot. Uh -huh. What are the options out there? How it, how is it usually paid? Uh -huh. The easiest way and the best way would be to just talk to your manager 
most good companies, good managers want you to get certified. And they want people in their team to be certified. And they will be delighted to sponsor you. Yeah. Okay. They might say, we think this is a little bit too advanced, you're too early in your career, or we do it later, maybe next year, we do it in your performance plan. Yeah. And good companies will always pay for you. Interesting. Yeah. Because they want their team to develop. And if you're yeah. key, if you're, if your boss, if your company is keen on developing their team, they will be very keen to sponsor you. Okay. Yeah, so, and I think it's, it's not a difficult conversation. If you will go to your boss and says, I want to grow, I want to develop myself, I want to learn, I want to expand my knowledge, and your manager should say, fantastic, I support you 100% in this, what do you want to do, and so forth. He might say, yes, I know you want to do CTP, but you know, we are all, we have an all different qualification, we want you to do this one. They might have a preference, you know, for example, but they'll ha have that conversation. Yeah, and then we say, why don't we start with the basic ones and we work our way up? So talk to your boss. It's the best one. That's that's one. But I know there are companies out there, uh, especially outside Europe and North America, that will refuse to pay for professional development, and people will have to pay for themselves. Well, it's it's a shame, but that's how it is. But there are grants available. I know the ACT has certain grants as well for people from emerging markets to get a, a discounted fee, you know, uh, so there are programs available. So talk to your, talk to your manager first. If they don't want to pay for it, then talk to the association and say, listen, I really want to take this. I have to pay for it myself. Yeah. And uh, they, because the, the associations are not stupid. Yeah. They know that corporates normally pay for this. So the price can be a bit high. Mm. Yeah. So talk to them and there are grants available for people who have to pay for themselves. Interesting. So I know that, but well, I'm going to speak for myself. I know that in consulting, usually your overall package comes with a yearly budget for training and uh -huh. certification. And I would suspect in some, if not most of the corporates, you would have kind of the same agreement saying, this is the budget we can allocate per person for the uh -huh. yearly in terms of training. And I know it's the case in France, um, but you also contribute to a yearly training budget, but like at the state level, it's not at the company level, but it's like- Correct. You, you have the same in Holland now. Yes. Everybody uh, can spend or could spend a thousand euros a like, year on personal development, personal training, for example. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So that could definitely help fund, well, even partially uh, this kind yes. of training. One thing you have to think about strategically though. If you want to take a treasury certification because you want to leave the company and escape and go to another company, when a company sponsors you, you normally have to sign an agreement. You have to stay for two, three years. Indeed. And if oh, you fail it, then, then you have potentially to pay for the course yourself because that's also... Or the re-exam. Very often they will, they, will, they will pay for the initial. They might pay for one re-exam, but any following re-exams you might have. It depends on the company. There's so many yeah, that makes sense. variations available. Well, that makes sense as well, right? It's a, it's a heavy investment. So mm -hmm. that makes sense that then you ask for something from your company. And the good thing as well, if your company pays and it's a good company, you will get uh, study days off. So you don't have to take holidays oh, to the exam. You don't have to take holidays to to study. Yeah, you can actually get allocated like five study days that you can just take off. Once again, depends on the company. No, it makes a lot of sense. Are there alternatives though, Chris? Like 
back to what you said at the very beginning of this episode, the treasury certification is about developing and acquiring knowledge, but uh -huh. also showcasing it, being able to say, hey, here is my stamp or my little title on LinkedIn. I have uh -huh. certifications. Are there any alternatives, like either in order to obtain similar skills or knowledge? So if it's not having it stamped, at least acquiring it and uh -huh. then for it to be recognized. And it's a complete curious and candid question because I don't know if there is such a thing, but does it exist? From a certification point, no, the nice thing about certifications is you get a couple of letters behind your name on your business card <laughs> and on your LinkedIn. Yeah. And, and, and those you cannot get anywhere else. So nothing beats experience. Yeah, so working in treasury. You might do a treasury certification because you now work in accounting or accounts payable and you want to move into treasury. Yeah, then a certification might definitely make sense. But if you have a lot of experience, then that experience is very valuable, of course. But sometimes you want to stand out from the crowd. Yeah, there's so many people applying for jobs. You having that CTP, you having that AMCT really makes a difference. But if you don't have that, uh, other things that can stand out, there's a lot of treasury awards at the moment. Yeah, the ACT Treasury Awards, AFP Pinnacle Awards, Adam Smith Treasury Awards. There are so many. Yeah, the, so if you have a project in your team that's a really good project that you really did a turnaround or you implemented the system or you implemented global cash pooling or working capital optimization or uh, your company did something awesome that you're very proud about, um, uh, shout it out and recommend your yourself. It's a little bit self Look at glorification, me. look at me, but it does help. And if you have this, you know, award, it, it, it looks nice on your CV. It looks nice on your LinkedIn. You get some posts online as well. So that will help, but it's a one-time exercise. And after 10 years, how valid is that award you won in 2007? How much is that still? Whether this certification, as long as you pay, as long as you do the professional uh, certification every year, it's there. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's will stay up to date. Very cool. And so that, that all makes lots of sense. Um, you cannot really replace what the certification brings, but in terms of courses. So you said nothing replaces experience. Could that be a thing? Like, could that, could you be saying, look, I don't have any certification, but I've been working in treasury for 20 years. That's specializing in whatever. That's could definitely. Of course, it's very valuable. It's, it's extremely valuable, but we live in an AI world. In, yeah, and a lot of recruitment is done by AI. And if the hiring manager, and if you are a treasury, a treasurer, director of treasury, you want to hire a new treasury analyst, junior treasury manager, you will put in your requirements, professional qualification, desired or preferred, and you put in CTP, AMCT, your robots will immediately throw out everybody that doesn't have either of those two. No way. Yeah? The sad way of uh, living in an AI world. Indeed, there are some pros, but definitely some cons. But if you don't want to do a certification, there's loads of other trainings around. Even the ACT, they do other training programs as well for two, three days. You have Euro finance trainings programs out there. There's a lot. There's a lot of treasury trainers and consultants like myself that do a lot of treasury trainings as well. That's, yeah. Okay, so that's an interesting one. So what are the treasury courses and trainings out there that are not certifying but that could definitely help someone gain technical knowledge and potentially say, mm -hmm. okay, not a certifying training that I followed, but I've been to the, to mention one of the, the one you, you referred to. I've been to the Euro Finance three days training specializing mm -hmm. this. Will that be recognized somehow? And is it 
can you do would you recommend people to follow those courses eventually you can i mean it, you can put it on your cv but they're not certified and yeah. i think the big thing is getting a three number three letters behind your name yeah yeah i think that really sets it apart these courses are very good yeah um but then again if you go to a three-day course on any treasury subject from any treasury trainer this could be up to two thousand dollars for those three-day training yeah that's true and you just do a three-day <laughs> training i mean i remember i went to a training course of swift delivered by swift to learn how swift and swift the mt940s work uh, back okay. in the day when i was a treasury analyst very useful yeah because that's what i needed at that stage yeah and i so it can it, but, it all depends what is the bird quiz <laughs> it's just a one-off course yeah and that's it there's no certification and yeah yeah and are companies willing to pay for those then is it the same bit the same scheme as for certifications could you say hey yes yes they will because they have this training budget okay. most companies yeah. yeah most treasury departments have a training budget and they can decide whether they give it on a certification or a separate training course yeah okay very fair so if self-study is available because at the end of the day even with a treasury certification you will you will receive all those materials and training materials mm -hmm. and you will have to study yourself if you will choose to go the way of having a, a tutor or a coach mm -hmm. or just study yes. yourself if that's an option and we're not looking at the treasury certifications anymore what are the resources out there that you could recommend that help people develop their treasury knowledge like what is out there already on the market for several years yes. helping that well, they, of course, have to listen to the Corporate Treasury 101. Yes, yes, Chris. Okay, this is this is an end. Close. Thank you very much. <laughs> but there's, there's so much out there now. There's a lot of uh, information from the tre professional treasury bodies. They do a lot of research. and They do a lot of work on what's happening in the industry. Going to conferences is very good. If you don't go to the conference, read the write-ups of the conference or the slides. What, what other companies are doing. And there's a lot of treasury websites that do. Uh, you, you have Treasury Excel in, in, in the Netherlands. You have uh, PMI. You know, all these treasury websites that, that will provide you with loads of information. Awesome. Yeah. And so those treasury associations, they also give you access to their websites. Ooh. They give you access to the website. You get a magazine from them yeah. usually. Yeah. If you so if you pay the yearly fee, but there are other websites out there that you can eventually go to. You mentioned some of them, TMI, Treasury Excel, I think Euro mm -hmm. there, are, there are plenty of them. There are plenty of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um even your bank. Okay. Uh, talk to the talk 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 to the cash management department, uh, I'm sorry, the transaction banking department of your of your bank. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of reports, products, uh brochures, yeah, on how virtual accounts works in their bank. They will have a lot of material and, and you know the bank wants to sell. So if you talk to your bank and you say, hey, I want to learn about virtual accounts, they will be very happy to send you everything they have about virtual accounts. Very cool. Yeah. That's a nice tip. Yeah. That's a nice tip. So we're, we're getting close to, to the end, Chris, but if there, was, if there was one treasury certification that you would recommend, which one would it be? What, what do you recommend to our audience? That's a very difficult. <laughs> of course. Because it all depends on the circumstances of the individual where are they based yeah is it in the u.s is it outside the u.s in europe uk what level of their career are they 
Yeah. And there's a lot of different things. Do you want to be a corporate treasurer or do you want to do something more white? Yeah. Like FRM we mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a certificate in fintech, which we haven't even talked about yet. There's a lot it's, of certificates you can take about blockchain and whatever. It's very nice to have, even though they're outside treasury, but much more important. So it all depends on the personal circumstances. But if you push me, and I see you are pushing me. <laughs> I would. If you're living in North America, yeah, yeah, it's a CTP. It's the first. Yeah. After that, you can do anything else. If you are in the UK or Europe, you should aim aim towards AMCT of the ACT. You know, if that's too far out, then get some of the smaller ones from the ACT as well. And the smaller ones from the ACT as well is also good to test the waters. How good am I in studying on my own? How do I like it? Yeah. And if we ace those earlier certifications, you can easily move on. Yeah. yeah. But um, at least you have something. So that would be my recommendation. Awesome. And uh, I, I was suspecting that the, the answer would be difficult. Let's, let's talk a little bit further about you, Chris. So you mentioned that you were giving uh, courses and training. So what, what do you do exactly in the, in the space of treasury trainings? I'm the former global lead, lead trainer for the CERT ICN, for the ACT. So I've trained a lot of students, a lot of corporates on that and transaction bankers as well. And I also assist students that want to attain a treasury certification in helping them, coaching them towards the whole process. Okay. Yeah. I'm very happy with this podcast because when you are, and I get a lot this, uh, this question a lot, where do I start with treasury certification? Where do I go? There's so many out there. What do I do? What's the difference? And in order to help the treasury community with that, there's now a website called treasurycertification.com which lists all, if not almost all, uh, treasury certifications globally so that prospective students can uh, look at them, uh, analyze them much better, look at the cost, and see which one would be best for them. Perfect. We'll put the link in the description. Thank you. Great certification. Cool. Chris, we have a closing question before talking about links and anything you'd like to add. But mm -hmm. So we've recently launched an AI Treasury Insight newsletter where we give updates on how AI is impacting already and will impact Treasury. And mm -hmm. To link back to our topic, how is AI going to impact the world of treasury certifications and training? And it's interesting because you already touched upon it several times in this episode with the AI robots checking if your room is free of any cheating device. Mm -hmm. But yes. if we look at the big picture and on top of this, how is AI impacting, if already, or going to impact this world we've just touched upon? If we talk about learning and certification, Chat GTP is fantastic because you can ask it anything and it, and it will right. give you an answer. So if there is a question, and even if you're sitting in your office and your boss is talking about Pobo, you have no clue what Pobo is, you can just ask Chat GTP and will give you a very detailed answer. So I think that's that's the way. You don't have to type it into Google and you get 65 links and you have to click on five links before you get a good answer. I think that's the real problem for learning. Chat GTP is fantastic. Assuming, of course, that it picks the right answer, because uh, it's still, it's still cheap. It, it could still give you the wrong answer if the wrong answer is somewhere on the web. But I think that's that's the easiest way because even if you're learning, if you go to a syllabus and you don't understand a certain concept, yeah, and it's explained in the syllabus and you still don't get it, you could actually go on to ChatGTP or you know and just 
can you explain to me what it is in simple terms? Yeah, and if we'll tell it to you in simple terms. So I think that's that, that that's really how it's going to going to influence. That's very cool. And it could and go it that is. far that in the future you will have basically a conversation with a AI generated robot and you can ask questions, you have a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned this one. So one of the, the recent case study was how you can have a, a bot AI powered that okay. helps you with all things treasury information, obviously, but also when it comes to your treasury policy. So you can basically ask it, okay, what's our policy when it comes to FX hedging? Uh, what yeah. kind of percentage, depending on the risk exposure, should we take? And it just feeds you with the information. You don't have to read this 80 to 150 uh, long exactly. page document. It could be even or worse. You can go to chat the very bad for the consultants and say, um, can you write me a FX hedging um, a policy whereby we had 40-60% of all our exposure over 60 years, 60, 60 months, and it will write you a policy. That's, um, that's yeah. true. It's one of the proof-based and all checks or so consultant might still be needed. So in some cases, I have to uh, are still needed. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, but you know, yeah, that's, 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 that could be. That's yeah. a very good one. Chris, thank you so much for this amazing episode. Um, it, it was great. Is there anything else you'd like to add to what we've discussed? Treasury certifications, alternative way of training yourself, exposure, AI, uh, the different things you do. Anything else you'd like to add? I think the most important message is if you are even slightly thinking about treasury certification, talk to your manager immediately before your next performance review. And just tell yeah. them, I want to do, and, and most managers will actually support you, will be very happy that you want to do this. It is an investment. It takes time. But if you play it right, and if you start early, yeah, many people delay it until too late. So when you're in the beginning of your career, don't delay. You're still in that study mode from university. Yeah, you left university two, three years ago. Uh, just go for it. Just do it, and your company will support you, and it will stay with you for the rest of your life. So it's very useful. And you learn a lot of new things, a lot of new concepts and how, how treasury works around the world. You learn a lot of things that you don't use currently in your job. So you can actually understand the guy sitting next to you or girl sitting next to you much better. You can have better conversations, which makes you all seem much smarter. So just, <laughs> just go for it. That's it. And you can have those three letters next to your business card and your LinkedIn profile. So if not for exactly. the old days, at least. Uh -huh. At least for that. Yes, definitely. Words to live by. Um, Chris, thank you so much. If people uh, want to know more about you or Kuvagadi, where should they go? Um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn with me on LinkedIn, of course. Go to my website, www.kukavadi.com. Link in the comments. Anything on Treasury Certifications, you can go to treasurycertification.com. Amazing. Everything will be in the description. Chris, thank you so much. Fantastic. All right. Thank you.